there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Maria Ressa. What was your vision at that time for Rappler? We have three pillars of Rappler. So the elevator pitch of Rappler is that was simple. We build communities of action. The food we feed our communities is journalism, right? And that's important because I had struggled. Andrew, you know, I struggled with this the entire time we were with CNN because we live in our countries. I live in Southeast Asia. And yet I take the stories, translate it to a Western international audience, and then we throw it in a black hole. Living in the Philippines, when I chose to come home and live here for good, living here, I wanted impact. I wanted journalism to be a force for good, right? To have positive change forward. And, you know, at the beginning, look at how I dragged the Kool-Aid. Our opening salvo was social media for social good. We had annual social good summits. Social media for social good was a few years, and then it became tech for social good, technology to jumpstart development, because there really is tremendous power to reorganize and change our society based on technology and data. And I was hoping that in countries like ours, technology could do that. But I guess the three pillars that we had is simple. It's still our pillars today. Technology, journalism is the second, and third is community or civic engagement, right? We build communities of action. So in the dystopian world we live in now, which is, you know, starting in 2017, Freedom House said that in at least 28 countries around the world, cheap armies on social media were rolling back democracies. But by 2019, that number was more than 70 countries around the world. That included the Philippines and the United States. So in this world, you have to look at the role of technology after it bumped off news organizations as gatekeepers. So for a long time, we kept the public sphere safe by being responsible and liable for facts. If we published lies, we could get sued. We are accountable for it. We have standards and ethics manuals that will keep us on that road. But what happened when news organizations are no longer the gatekeepers and tech took over that role? Well, Social media took the money, but they abdicated the responsibility. And that's part of the problems that we are dealing with now, this dystopia where lies laced with anger and hate actually spread faster and further than facts, right? And without facts, you can't have truth. Without truth, you can't have trust. So without any of that, you can't have democracy. And oftentimes, news organizations come together and they say, you know, well, we have to restore trust, we have to do something. And I always, every time I'm on those things, I just say, guys, it's not in our control. 
because the very platforms that distribute the news today, the world's largest distributor of news is Facebook, prioritizes the distribution of lies over facts. That's a fact. That's what the data shows us. So you can actually say that it is biased against facts and biased against journalists. So in this world, you need to get technology. That is the distribution platform. So how do we deal with that? The second is journalism. How does the form and substance of journalism change to these times of information abundance versus scarcity? And then the third part is community, right? Civil society, civic engagement. Again, you go back to our mission. We build communities of action, NGOs, CSOs, groups that form to protect democracy. How do they know which direction to push in? How can human rights organizations push for certain actions, hold government account when they don't have the facts? This is the dilemma we're in today. And that's part of the reason I think that the what the pillars of Rappler that we started in 2012 I think this applies globally. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.